the December 19th, 2023 meeting of the Milton Select Board. Before we begin, please join us as we recite the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you for that. Item three is public comment. We allot um, uh, 21 minutes, up to 21 minutes for public comment and up to three minutes uh, per speaker. Uh, and our uh, practice is to uh, go back and forth between those who are signed up in order on the sheet here in person and then the people who, uh, who wish to participate uh, from the online version. So, uh, so why don't we go first uh, to the, uh, go ahead first to the in-person uh, in uh, 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 attendees. And uh, if you could state your name and your address and, and what we're gonna do, I'm gonna get my timer going because uh, we have to be, uh, according to the law, pretty um, consistent about how we apply the, the time limits. So I'm gonna go ahead and get ready. Mr. Milano will time the 21 minutes. I'll time the, the, the three minutes and I'll give you the high sign and may just give you an, an acknowledgement when we're at about two minutes and 30 seconds. All right. All right, uh, so go ahead. <laughs> All right, uh, Eric Hokinson, 583 Elliott Street. Uh, first, I'd like to thank um, everyone here for the opportunity to, to speak tonight and an even bigger thank you to the the boards, committees, town staff, and town meeting members that were involved in the recent town meeting. I'm not a town meeting member, um, but I'm very appreciative of the work that goes into to running our town. At that town meeting, members overwhelmingly voted yes on Article 1, the multifamily zoning necessary to comply with state law by the end of the year. Some now seek to unravel two years of public process and redo the vote in a special town meeting for all registered voters. This is a right afforded by the town charter though it hasn't been done in five decades, and it requires only a small minority to do so. I don't believe that such a vote is a productive use of our town's resources because we elect town meeting members to make these decisions, and they voted yes on the zoning. However, if there is a vote, a no vote would have serious consequences for our town. Financial, legal, and reputational ramifications for which there would be no quick fix because state law will prevent us from voting on substantially similar zoning for two years. Allow me to be more clear. Though many opponents of the article say they want just a little more time and will bring an article to the next town meeting, a no vote would prevent the town from doing so. Further, the planning board has no agreement on a path towards zoning that is compliant with the law, a law that Milton must follow. And having followed their efforts over the past 18 months, I'm concerned that any progress will be made. The more prudent choice is to enact the zoning that town meeting said yes to and make any necessary amendments at future town meetings, including for an increased percentage of affordable units. The Department of Planning and Community Development hosted countless public forums and information sessions leading up to town meeting, including one specifically for town meeting members. These are all recorded and on the town website, but I would strongly encourage that the select board and town staff engage the entire electorate with information and host another public forum if there is to be another vote. This is not to say that non-town meeting members are not engaged in the process. I know because I am one, but I think it would be a mistake to assume that everyone is sufficiently engaged and informed. This is an incredibly complex bylaw and a great deal of misinformation persists. 
I know that many people over the next few weeks will not want to think about zoning while they're enjoying time with family and friends. But I hope that in the new year, there will be an opportunity for the, two minutes and 30 seconds, Mr. for the general public to fully understand the details and nuances of the zoning and not just the penalties that will be avoided by voting yes, but also the many benefits that Milton will enjoy. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. 245. Two, uh, 244. So uh, not, right. not, not the best we've had, but very good. Very good. Um, all right. Uh, next, we have a hand up from the online um, participants, uh, Ada Rose Marin. So if you could uh, promote Ms. Uh, Rose Marin. See, is she promoted? Ms. Rosemarin, are you there? There we go. Hello? Yes. Can you hear? We, 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 we can hear you. Okay, very good. Thank you. Ada Rosemarin, <clears throat> 32 Columbine Road. After one and a half years of study and careful planning, followed by five hours of debate and a resounding vote of two-thirds of town meeting, I was disappointed to learn that folks who oppose the approved MBTA zoning article are working to overturn this decision. As you know, if this zoning plan is not approved by December 31st, Milton will be non-compliant with state law. I implore the select board to do its best to educate voters about the reasons for, requirements of, and the impacts of non-compliance with this state law. We don't get to pick and choose which laws we follow. Milton is an integral part of the greater Boston region, and we need to do our share to address the housing crisis and the region's history of exclusionary zoning. Some have minimized the cost of non-compliance to the town of Milton. I was driving home recently when I heard Governor Healy on the radio <clears throat> warning cities and towns against disregarding the MBTA Communities Act. She has doubled the number of state funding sources that will be withheld from non-compliant communities. She also specifically cited funding for schools, roads, and bridges. That got my attention. As a former school committee member and chair, I can tell you that Milton would be devastated by a loss of its state education funds, including $11.6 million for Chapter 70, $2.5 million for the Circuit Breaker Fund, 500,000 for Medicaid reimbursement, and 200,000 for miscellaneous education grants. Of course, as a community on the brink of building a new school, $30 million in possible funding from the Mass School Building Authority for a new school building is at stake. Other state funds for roads, libraries, pilot funds for the Blue Hills, general government, and more are also in jeopardy. Milton cannot and should not jeopardize our state funding by being non-compliant with the MBTA Communities Act. On the other side of the balance sheet, the RKG fiscal impact analysis for Milton's MBTA zoning plan showed up to 1 million additional tax dollars for a full build-out of the proposed zoning. These funds would be important to helping Milton address challenges in our town coffers. That's two minutes and 30 seconds, Ms. Rosemary. Thank you. The proposed zoning is good for Milton and includes us in a statewide solution to the housing crisis. Is it perfect? Maybe not. Can the town work to improve the plan while remaining compliant with the law? Yes. The plan gives Milton control over its own future rather than ceding control to developers or court-ordered zoning. We can do better than this. 
As the Boston Globe states, what is at stake but, but, is no less than you, the Mr. future Th of our region. Thank you, Ms. Rosemary. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right, let's go next uh, in person. If we have, I think we have another person in person. So you're a person in person. And if you could uh, come up and uh, state your name and address and um, and you'll have 30, uh, three minutes, 30 minutes. You'll have three minutes and I'll let you know at two minutes and 30 seconds. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, my name is Zadie Rose. I live at Nine Oak Road and I'm here to speak about the MBTA um, community zoning. Um, Thank you to the select board, the planning board for their 18 month process in creating articles one and two, the warrant committee, town staff, and anyone else involved in creating these articles. Um, I'm a town meeting in precinct two um, in an area that's directly affected by this zoning. And I voted to pass these articles for several reasons. One, first and foremost, to stay in compliance with state law. Two, with the understanding that once the articles pass, the plans can be changed. Three, if we don't pass these articles, the state can sue us, or worse, do the zoning for us. Zoning is planning, not building. Change will be gradual, and we can continue to work together to make it successful. Town meeting members voted in overwhelming support of Articles 1 and 2. We spent a lot of time reading and listening to information about these articles. I urge town staff to host information sessions so that the public can make an informed decision. I know there's misinformation circulating about these articles. And if there is going to be a single ballot question, I'd hope the public would, I hope that the public would have the opportunity to make an informed vote. Either we decide locally or the state will decide for us. Why should we risk the plan of non-compliance to overturn the vote when people can work on improving it? Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Rose. That one was competitive with one of the best of the year, so a minute and 24. So um, uh, do we uh, do we have anyone else uh, online? Um, I don't see any hands up right now. If you're interested in uh, taking three minutes of citizen speak, please, uh, please indicate by raising a hand. Um, Nick, how is it that uh, I see it once some per, some, someone on, uh, by phone, how is it that they do it by phone? Is it star six? I don't remember what it is. Uh, we just got to make sure that the person. Share that in a moment. Yeah, just we want to make sure the person by phone, if they want to speak, knows how to put their hand up. Star nine. Star nine. So if anyone on on um, by phone, if you want to put your hand up for citizen speak, it's star nine. Um, so let's give people a minute to do that, and see if we have anyone further for citizen speak. I don't see any, so we'll give it just one more minute. Anyone for citizen speak online? Just put your hand up. If you're on, if you're on the phone, star nine. All right, I don't see anyone um, online. Uh, I don't see anyone else here. So, uh, so that uh, that's uh, all we have for citizen speak or public comment uh, tonight. Uh, item four is discussion update approval designed for the intersection project at Squanum Street and Adams Street. And this is a contract amendment with Beta Group. And I think we have Chase Berkeley, our director of the Department of Public Works. And I think we have someone from Beta Group that we need to uh, promote, Mr. Roy. Is that right? Chase? Correct, yes. Uh, anyone else? That's it. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah, we've been busy. Yeah, yeah. No, I, all the credit goes to the crew too. They've been. Uh, How's everything phenomenal. going? Are we yeah, in we're shape? in good shape. Yeah, yeah. Rough forty-eight good. hours there, but uh, we're looking good right now. Yeah. yeah. 
just about they expect just about 99% of electricity to be back tonight so okay good. yeah great thank you Yep, so um, I'll just tee it off for Chris, if that's all right. Um, yeah, it's so. even promoted. And so, yes, uh, not, Mr. Yeah. Roy, I, I think you're, you're, avail you're, you're, um, you're able to, to participate and speak. So uh, Chase is going to kick it off, but please jump in. Yeah, he's going to have uh, just a couple yeah. of quick slides, too. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, so thank you, uh, Chase Berkeley, Director of Public Works. So I'm here tonight uh, to give a project update um, and uh, request some approval for uh, continuation of the design of the new traffic lights at Squanum and Adams Street. So just two weeks ago tonight, uh, MassDOT held a what they call the 25% design public hearing where they present the 25% design uh, concept in a public forum. Uh, anyone's allowed to attend. Um, information about the project is given and then question uh, and answer uh, happens at the end of that. In, uh, if they can't answer it on the fly, they will get back to the uh, whoever asked the questions in writing um, following that. So uh, if Chris um, could be put up to share his screen, he's just going to present um, what that 25% design was briefly and then uh, talk about the next steps to get us to construction. And Chris, you should um, be able to share your screen right now. Sure. Um, can everybody hear me? Yes. Loud and clear. Great. Just let me know if you can see my screen. We can. Okay, so um, you can see the, the, the PowerPoint, right? That's right. Okay, um, thank you, Chase. Um, once again, my name is Chris Roy from Beta Group, and I just want to um, give you the update on this project. Um, This project was initiated back in, I'm just gonna give you a little bit of history first on the project. Um, it was initiated back in 2019, and, and then we, um, we submitted a 25% design in the fall of 2020. And you'll see a, um, a gap here between, until our next milestone. Um, during this um, time frame, during the review, the environmental review it was determined that um, the, the property on the northwest corner of Adams and Squam Street was a historic property. As such, we were asked to evaluate other options to minimize the impact um, to this property. So we developed um, three new alternatives and along with the original design, presented uh, these four options to the Milton Traffic Commission last winter and followed that up with a public information meeting. Um, based on the feedback from that public information meeting, the town selected a preferred alternative and we submitted a revised 25% design this past summer. And then that led to um, the design public hearing, which as Chase mentioned, uh, was held a couple of weeks ago. So this is a plan of the project. Um, Adam Street is the east-west roadway. Squam Street comes in from the north. Um, the project limits, um, the western project limit is just west of Pillen Road. The eastern project limit is just west of Brook Road, which um, Brook Road comes into Adams Street right down here. And um, the northerly uh, limit is just past Augusta Road along Squanum Street. We are proposing a traffic signal at the intersection of Adams Street and Squanum Street. Um, providing dedicated uh, turn lanes on each approach. 
um, reconstructing the sidewalks and pedestrian curb ramps, as can be shown in this um, beige color, and implementing uh, buffered bicycle lanes on each side of the road, as well as uh, reconfiguring, reconstructing the median islands. And also, um, uh, Rose Street will be closed off to help improve traffic operations. So as um, Chase mentioned, we're entering the final design stage and, um, and we're proposing a, a final design amendment and that will include a 75% submittal that we will submit to MassDOT. It's all part of their submittal process. And that'll consist of completing the design, um, providing environmental documents and preparing right-of-way plans. Then we will submit a 100% submittal and then a PSE submittal, which is a final plan specs and estimate submittal. And as far as timeline goes, we will uh, submit the, we plan to submit the 75% in this, this spring, spring of 2024. In the fall of 2024, 20, um, 100% submission. Winter of 2025 will be that final PSE submission, as well as advertising the project for construction. And then in the spring of 2025, we will be begin construction. Um, are there any questions? Chase, do you have anything further before we go to the members? Uh, no, that's fine. We can open it up. Yeah. Mr. Okay. Chair, if I oh, could, I just yes, would like Mr. to add one thing. Um, and this project would be, and Chase can correct me on the funding mechanism, but the town is paying for the design here and Mass DOT, the state will pick up the actual construction costs. So. Um, assuming this continues to go forward, uh, it ultimately will be paid for uh, by MassDOT in large part. Comments or questions from the members? And um, I can't see because of the presentation, I don't think uh, Mr. Zoll, so if you can keep an eye out for whether he, he has raised his hand. He has raised his hand. All right, so why don't we go first to Mr. Zoll. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair, and thank you, Nick, for looking out for my hand. Um, and, and thank you, uh, Mr. Roy, and my hats are is off to the DPW. I saw them very hard at work with our wood chipper uh, yesterday morning uh, early, and, and they've done a tremendous job. Um, Mr. Roy, I'm just wondering if, if you could say a little bit, because I know um, that we sort of casually mentioned that Rose Street is closed off, but if you could talk a little bit about the engagement of the neighbors there, because I believe they've been directly involved. And then um, a second question that I have, too, is, uh, what do we expect the effects of this will be on the light that's at Brook and Adams? Because uh, I, know, I know many of our uh, Milton neighbors will have been hung up at that light, um, you know, for sometimes multiple cycles. And I'm just wondering if there's been a look at what the flow into that light and then sort of into the East Milton area will look like uh, once this light is up. Thank you very much. So yes, yeah, so to answer the, your first question, yes, that um, the public information meeting was um, attended, um, was very heavily attended by Rose Street residents and um, who were all, or, or pretty much all for um, the, the closure of the roadway. Um, and to answer the, and that was the public information meeting we had last winter. Um, and then as far as the second part of your, your question, um, the, how it would affect Brook Road, um, as part of the design, we are coordinating the intersection of, of Adams and Squano Street with, um, Adams and Brook Road, and, and they will be coordinated or, or talking to each other so that, uh, traffic operations will be improved through that, through that area. 
If I could just add, yep. Mr. Chair, yep. uh, just uh, keep in mind, too, we'll be constructing a new fire station within the project limits here, too, and we've incorporated the fire station plans as part of this project. So uh, it's not exactly clear who will get there first, but it, it doesn't really matter. We'll, we'll each build uh, for the, that future condition. Well, let me just follow up on that, Chase, because that was one question I had, which is, um, um, let's say, you know, we're, we're going to finish Central Station in January. Let's say um, East Milton, East Milton Station starts in July of 24. So that'll be roughly a year before this happens. Does that present any problems if we, if we, have, the, if we have the East Milton Station start in the summer of 24. Yeah, it really shouldn't. So uh, part of the land acquisition required the new driveway for the school to be constructed, which we've done over this past summer. Mm -hmm. So the new driveway is in place. So the, the uh, existing driveway that St. Agathas was using um, can be closed down and not impact the school flow of traffic at all. Um, so they can take over the site, start the fire station construction. Um, if it happens to be simultaneous with the MassDOT, Project, there'll be some coordination required, uh, but um, each project knows which the other project needs to build to be uh, completed. So, okay. other comments or questions? Ms. Muster. Thank you. Um, with regards to the project, this last <clears throat> meeting, was it heavily attended? And what other comments came up from residents? I understand this was from the winter meeting about Rose Street, but I'm wondering if there was anything else that came up at this meeting I was unable to attend. Um, and when you're doing looking at this intersection, how far away are you looking at in terms of maybe traffic studies and things like that? So to answer the first question, so the a meeting was pretty well attended. I think there were over 30 members of the public there. Um, the, the main focus of the questions uh, surrounded land acquisition that's necessary because the, the Adam Street needs to be widened to accommodate um, the new turning lanes and, and the bike lanes and the uh, sidewalk construction. So there's a few properties on the north end of the um, Adam Street that will require permanent takings. So those homeowners naturally had some, you know, very specific questions about their properties, and we've been working with them specifically uh, and individually to help show them um, what it will look like in their own yards. Um, as far as traffic uh, analytics, the Beta did look um, at the surrounding area. So uh, again, this this project won't change the volume of traffic that goes through the intersection in any direction. It will just organize it better so that people can move through it better. So the anticipation is that traffic flow will improve. Um, but I'll let Chris you know, add on to that because Beta did do some specific um, analysis. Yeah, we did. As, as I mentioned, we did look at um, the Brook Road, uh, Milton, in, um, excuse me, the Adam Street Brook Road intersection. And um, there were other um, other intersections we took a look at the um, adjacent intersections. But as Chase mentioned, there's um, no additional traffic that will um, that will will be created as a result of this project. And it will just um, help. Um, traffic operations through the intersection. Thank you. Other comments or questions? Does um, Mr. Zoll have his hand up? No. Uh, Chase, uh, how many uh, properties, uh, if you know, will be affected by the, the uh, permanent takings? I believe there's three permanent takings, uh, and then there's uh, more than that uh, on the temporary easement side. So MassDOT's process requires the taking of temporary easements and um, homeowners are actually compensated for those 
temporary easements. So there's more of those than the permanent takings. Um, Chris, there's not anything else that I missed, right? There's just the three. Um, actually, there's there there are a few. There's four permanent takings on the north side of Adams, and then on the east side of Squantum, there are a couple of takings. I'm sorry, um, permanent easements for the um, on, on that side. Um, temporary easements, there are about 27 temporary easements, and there are a few, uh, two um, utility easements for the relocation of utility poles or the um, re relocation of a guy wire for the utility poles. So, so, so we have four permanent takings on the north side, two permanent easements on the east side, and then uh, several temporary easements. And the temporary easements are just for the time of construction, right? Correct, yeah. Okay. And we'll, we'll be back to your body um, with those takings when it comes time uh, with the final right-of-way plans uh, that will go through the town's uh, process for that. And we've been in touch with all of the all of the, the owners of those parcels, or we have a plan to? Yep, so that'll be starting now, yeah. Okay. Okay. And that'll be, that'll be your department or? It will. Yeah. We'll have assistance with beta, but uh, the DPW engineering department will drive that. Okay. Ms. Musto. Uh, just a final question with that. When you're talking about the takings, uh, what size land amount are you taking? What would be the largest amount um, on one of the properties? You know, are we talking a couple inches? Are we probably talking a couple feet? You know, just have an idea. I think, I think, Mr. Roy, that's to you. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 could, yeah. I could speak specifically to Adam Street. So that uh, is kind of like, if you think of it, a diagonal line through the front yards. So it varies in width across them. But there are some cases where it's, you know, five to seven feet in from the existing uh, back of sidewalk. So the, that Adam Street is a historic street and there's stone walls on those properties. So those mm -hmm. stone walls will actually be um, removed and then replaced in the new spot on their on their front yard. So um, to preserve that historic look and, and feel of um, the frontage. Okay. Thank you. Other comments or questions? Um, all right. So um, we have a um, approval of a contract amendment. Is that what is that what we're, yes. we're you're here for tonight? Ultimately, <laughs> in addition, yeah, yeah, Ms. Yeah. Ms. Ms. Brown. Thank you. I'd like to move to approve the contract amendment with Beta Group Inc. for the intersection project at Quantum Street and Adams Street. I'll second. Motion's been made and seconded, um, and this will be a roll call vote as we have uh, someone participating remotely. So uh, all those in favor, Mr. We'll first go to our remote participant, Mr. Zoll. Yes. Ms. Musto. Yes. Ms. Bradley. Yes. And Mr. Zulish, yes. Uh, thank you, Chase. Uh, thank you, Thank you, Mr. Yeah. Roy. And um, uh, 7.30, not bad. <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Have a good night. Have a Have great night, Chase. Thanks thank again. You. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, and if we could, uh, Mr. Roy, uh, you might want to uh, take down your, there we go. All right. Now we're back. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, Mr. Roy. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Uh, item five is discussion approval warrant for the 2024 um, annual town meeting and warrant closing date. Didn't we just finish a town meeting? Um, Mr. <laughs> Milano. <laughs> Sorry to be the bearer of bad news to start thinking about the annual town meeting. Um, the first Monday in May will be May 6th, 2024. Uh, the town election will be the week before that, um, April 30th. The, um, in order to 
get all the warrant articles, I suggest that the select board um, schedule that the warrant will close on Wednesday, January 17th at 5 p.m., um, at which point um, we can assemble the warrant articles, um, share them with the warrant committee, and then have them ready for the select board's meeting on January 23rd, that following week, to improve them for inclusion in the warrant. Um, and then that would um, just get the process rolling. I have already alerted um, department heads and some boards and committees that we are seeking the warrant articles for the annual and to get them as soon as possible. The, the sooner the better for all of us, um, ourselves and the warrant committee. So um, just reminding everybody that now is the time and uh, hope to see some articles. And we have, yes, and we have um, some carryovers from our, our last town meeting. So that will, I guess, be the start of it. Ms. Brown. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, Mr. Milano, can you repeat your tentative beginning parts of this? Did you say that the first night of town meeting would be May 6th? That's the first Monday, yep. Okay. And then what? You went back from there. The town election is the Tuesday before that. Okay. My daughter turns 21 on May 6th, so maybe we bring champagne for all town meeting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Sure. Other comments or questions? So Mr. Zoll, I don't see him on here, so can we just make sure he doesn't have anything? All right, so uh, do we want to go ahead and um, uh, to approve those dates as laid out by Mr. Milano? Are those the only two dates that we're approving and the we January be, date? The, the select board would be, should be approving the warrant closing deadline, and the date I recommended is January 17th at 5 p.m. Okay. I'll make a motion. If it's okay. Yeah, please. So I'm sorry, I yeah, should have asked first. No, 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 no. Um, I'll make a motion to approve the warrant closing date of Wednesday, January 17th, 2024, for the annual town meeting scheduled for May 6, 2024. I'll second. Motion's been made and second. Any further discussion? It's going to be a roll call vote because we are remote. Uh, we have one remote person, Mr. Zoll. The remote person says yes. Okay. <laughs> Ms. Musto. Yes. Ms. Bradley. Yes. And Mr. Zulish, yes. All right. Uh, item six, discussion update, select board uh, finance committee report. Ms. Bradley. Yes. Sorry, I'm just writing that all out in my antiquated book. Okay. Um, the select board subcommittee finance committee has been meeting the last few weeks with the school committee, um, fi subcommittee finance committee. Um, to talk about where we're kind of at for the end of this year, the beginning of next year, what the budgets are looking like. Um, and a couple weeks ago, we had asked um, Mr. Milano to kind of go over what the scenarios might be. Um, we had that meeting on Monday, and at this point, we're still waiting for some hard numbers. As most of you know, we don't get numbers until <laughs> January from the governor. Um, and then it's, you know, after that, it's the house. So, um, so at this point, you know, we're kind of just still going over all of our options for 2025. I will say that it's, um, it's definitely tight. I mean, I think that this is something that the finance committee talked about last year. Um, we have a lot of funding for, from ARPA. We have a lot of funding for other things. And I think, you know, this this is going to be an extremely tight year. Um, so just so folks are aware of that and, and starting to prepare for that uh, possibility of just we don't we're not really sure about what that looks like, but um, but there's definitely going to be a tightness. 
So, Mr. Milano, did I miss anything? No, I think that's that's right. We'll have a, a fresh update in January, and we'll go from there. Perfect. Thanks so much. Comments or questions from the members? Again, you'll keep an eye keep an eye out, Mr. Zola, because I can't see him. I can't here. see him either. Yeah. Well, it's the same screen. Oh. So. Um, <laughs> comments, uh, comments or questions uh, on the budget? I don't think we have any action to take here. We'll just no. uh, we'll just uh, follow up on that at our meeting next meeting in January. Thank you. Um, item seven. This is a, a discussion approval of a um, of a class two dealer license. Correct, Mr. Chair. This um, license was uh, renewed last year, uh, and um, the applicant is looking for a renewal of the motor uh, vehicle dealer license, so secondhand uh, vehicle sales. Um, I'll move to approve the 2024 Class 2 dealer license renewal for RBM Motor Masters Incorporated, DBA, Milton Auto Repair, located at 944 Canton Ave in Milton, Mass. I'll second. Motion has been made and seconded. Any further discussion? I'll, uh, this is going to be a, a, a roll call vote. Um, uh, our remote person, Mr. Zoll. Mr. Zoll says yes. <laughs> Ms. Musto. Yes. Ms. Bradley. Yes. And Mr. Zoll, yes. Item 8. Discussion approval board and committee appointments. Uh, item 8A is the Animal Shelter Advisory Committee reappointments. Okay. Mr. Chair. Yes, Ms. Bradley. I'll make a motion to reappoint Victoria Shea and George Tagayas to the Animal Shelter Advisory Committee for a term to expire on June 30th, 2024. I'll second. Motion's been made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor? Mr. Zoll. Yes. Ms. Musto. Yes. Ms. Bradley. Yes. Mr. Zulish, yes. Item 8B, uh, reappointment to the Com Community Preservation Committee. Um, I'll move to reappoint Peter Jackson to the Community Preservation Committee for a three-year term. I'll second. Motion been made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor, Mr. Zoll. Yes. Uh, Ms. Musto. Yes. Ms. Bradley. Yes. Mr. Zulish, yes. Item 8C, um, Equity and Justice for All Advisory Committee appointment. Mr. Chair, I'd like to move to appoint Jane, I want to say that's Ogata. Is that Ogata. right? Ogata. Ogata, right. maybe. Yeah. Thank you. Um, to the Equity and Justice for All Advisory Committee for a term to expire on June 30th, 2024. I'll second. Motion's been made and seconded. All those in favor, um, any further discussion? All those in favor, Mr. Zoll? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. Ms. Bradley? Yes. Mr. Zoll, yes. Item 8D. Uh, Master Plan Implementation Committee reappointments. Um, Mr. Chair, I'll make a motion to to appoint, I just lost it. Okay, to reappoint the following individuals to the Master Plan Implementation for a term to expire on June 30th, 2024. Richard Burke, Tabor Kelly, and Warren Lizzo. I'll second, but I wanted to add something. Yes, yeah. um, motion's been made and seconded, and discussion, Ms. Mustard. Thank you. I believe that um, this is a joint appointment, so do we say that this is who we're going to vote for, and then we send it to the planning board, right? I believe that's right. For I, Mr. Lizio. Only for Mr. Lizio. Right. So, so maybe we... Oh, we, for, not for all of them, if it's a reappointment, or just only a new person? You know what? I thought it was just the new folks with joint appointments. I didn't double check that. Either way, it won't be effective until the planning board. Um, okay, so just pending that, so I would, I would do it yeah. pending, yeah. So I'll offer for- well, We have to appoint them and then they would have to confirm that yeah, or yeah. deny it. And then if they deny right. it, they would come back to us. Sure. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll make a friendly amendment saying, yep. subject to the approval of the planning board if necessary. Sure. 
All right. Okay. It's been, it's been accepted by the by the by the movement and by the second. Um, <laughs> I have another discussion. Ms. Yep. Bradley. Thank you so much, Mr. Chair. I just wanted to remind folks, as I do every meeting, and I know I sound like a somebody banging a drum, but um, a lot of folks talked to me during my campaign and said that they really wanted to make sure that there was a process where they could apply to be on boards and committees um, that was a little bit more open. And so Ms. Musto and I actually completed that mm -hmm. <laughs> last year. And, um, and so I'm just gonna put out the call again for anybody listening or any friends, you, as folks get together this the next few weeks, um, if anybody is a Milton resident and is encouraged to apply to be on a board and committee, I would greatly appreciate that because um, I think it's wonderful when we have all of our neighbors represented. So that's my pitch. Great, thank you, Ms. Um, Ms. Bradley. Bang the, bang the drum, bang the I'm drum. I'm banging the drum. Bang the drum slowly <laughs> was a great movie in the 1970s, a baseball movie, Bang the Drum Slowly, with Robert De Niro and great baseball movie. Anyway, sorry to, to, sorry, I've actually sorry seen to it. digress, very good movie. <laughs> Um, all right, so motion's been made and seconded. It's also uh, Warren Lizio, I think, is the is pronunciation. Lizio? I think it's just for the pronunciation. Did I say Lizzo? I, I think so, but anyway. Uh, motion's been made and seconded. All those in favor, uh, any further discussion? All those in favor, Mr. Zoll? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. Ms. Bradley? Yes. And Mr. Zoll, yes. Item nine, <clears throat> appointment of election poll workers. Okay, I'll make a motion to appoint the individuals. Do you want me to name them all? I think you can say as noted on the agenda. As noted on the agenda in accordance with MGL Chapter 54, Section 12 for a term of one year. I will second. Motion's been made and seconded. Any discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor, Mr. Zoll? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. Um, uh, Ms. Bradley? Yes. And Mr. Zoll, yes. Item 10, discussion approval of meeting minutes. We have uh, minutes from November 2nd, November 3rd, November 17th, November 21st, and November 22nd. Okay, Mr. Chair, I'd like to make a motion to approve the amended meeting minutes for November 2nd, November 3rd, November 17th, November 21st, November 22nd, I, all in 2023. I think there might be a... Uh, Is there another amendment? No, no, I think that, I wonder if the, we do have the third because, do we have the third or not? Right. Do you notice that that's not? Yeah, I don't think I, I don't have think... the third. I don't think we have the third. So, so if you want to amend your motion to the second, uh, yes. the seventeenth, the twenty-first, and the twenty-second. My apologies. No, no, I... it's not your fault. It was on there. I, I was just trying to combine some things. Yep. So, yeah, I'd like to amend it just to be the second, seventeenth, twenty-one, twenty-two, of twenty twenty-three. I'll second. Motion's been made and seconded. Any discussion? No. Seeing none. All those in favor, Mr. Zoll. Yes. Ms. Musto. Yes. Ms. Bradley. Yes. Mr. Zulis, yes. Item 11, Town Administrator's Report. Mr. Milano. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, Chase was here already, but a uh, big thanks to his crew um, and all the DPW employees, police officers, firefighters who had uh, one or two calls over the past couple of days. Um, I shared a, an announcement from the Blue Hills Observatory that this was the most, the highest wind they had gotten in um, some 30 years. So. Uh, it certainly had an impact, and if anybody had traveled down to Canton and Adams to take a look at the damage down there, that was one tree that took down five telephone poles. And <laughs> I was driving out to check out what was going on there. It looked like they were setting the fifth and final pole, so hopefully uh, that will reopen. Um, this evening, they did get Randolph <laughs> Avenue open uh, for this morning, which was good, um, down in that uh, neck of the woods. Um, 
town engineer, Marina Fernandez, who's been with the town for a few years, um, has provided her notice and she'll be moving on to a new opportunity with the town of Brookline. So we're sad to see her go, but certainly wish her the very best um, in a um, upward mobility um, in engineering and especially in the town engineering and transportation world. Um, Brookline has a lot to offer, so we wish her the best. Um, thanks just to everybody for their work on the town meeting. A lot goes into it behind the scenes, especially from Lynn in our office um, and the town clerk staff, um, Amy Dexter, Joanne McCarthy, who helped volunteer and hand out clickers to everybody. Um, so I appreciate all that. Uh, thanks to the Warrant Committee for helping uh, another smooth warrant report process. And I didn't hear any typos or complaints. So I think we'll, we'll take that as another victory. Um, and just lastly, just in terms of um, I just wanted to thank Tim and Josh and Julie and the planning department um, for their work over the past 18 months, 24 months on the MBTA community's issue. Uh, there's certainly been a lot of back and forth over it, um, but I think uh, we can all say that they poured a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of hours into the work product. Um, and Tim was certainly caught in an interesting position uh, with two boards with two different perspectives on it. I think he handled it um, admirably. And I just wanted to um, just personally thank him for his work over the that past 24 months. All the department heads who, um, you know, are dedicated to their town and uh, to their work in this town um, and give a lot to the town. So I just wanted to take that minute. Okay. So thank you. Thank you, Mr. Milano. Item 12 is the chair's report. Um, the only thing I'll, I'll uh, acknowledge is um, the Super Bowl celebration that we had in this town uh, a week ago Sunday. Uh, and it was a great event that was uh, put together by uh, Jen Caputo Renz and her husband, husband Jen Renz, whose, whose son is one of the tight ends on the team. Um, and it was a great event celebrating the, the, the team, the cheerleaders, the band. Um, and, uh, you know, I will repeat um, my personal uh, thanks to the uh, Milton Football Wildcats because in 1981, when I was on the Brockton High football team, uh, we had a 13 to 12 lead at the half. And after a snowstorm fell uh, at halftime, we ended up losing 24-13 in 1981 to Walpole. So it was nice to see the Milton team avenge in some way um, the, the loss that Brockton and, and that I suffered back in 1981. So thank you to the Milton Wildcats. Thank you for, for all who turned out um, uh, to that celebration uh, a week ago Sunday. Um, Item three. Oh, Ms. Musto. I just wanted to take this opportunity to add two other things that happened on that Friday night. There was the um, Rotary had an ah, event yes, over yep, here with yep. the tree lighting that was very nice. Yep. And then on the morning of I, the football um, was the, yep, celebration, right. there was a bench dedication yep. right. in memory of Catherine Todd. That yep. was very nice that's as right. well. That's right. That's right. Thank you for that. Thank you for reminding us of that. Um, all right. Item 13, public comment response. Do you have anything? And you're watching Mr. Zolo if he puts his hand up. And Ms. Muster. I do uh, want to thank people that came to speak tonight. I did want to um, clarify something that was said. There was a mention of the $30 million from the School Building Authority, and I'm wondering if um, Mr. Milano can clarify that. My understanding is that uh, money, that there was an application put in for funding for a new school, but it was denied. So I just want to hear about that. Is that true? Because this was mentioned tonight, so I just wanted to sure. make sure that we had that clarified. Yes, the uh, town of Milton applied to the MSBA earlier this year, uh, and we received notification from the School Building Authority uh, last week 
that um, the Milton's application was unsuccessful and they had um, offered their opportunities to a bunch of other school districts. So that is, in terms of this year's application, that is correct. Um, their letter uh, with the denial did note that the statement of interest process opens back up in the new year and applications would be due in April of 24 if um, towns are interested in reapplying. Okay, thank you. All right, anything else on uh, public comment response? Seeing none, item 14, future meeting dates. Uh, we have the, the dates of January 9th and January 23rd, uh, but we, uh, we have a petition under section seven of our charter. And so uh, we may have to schedule, we will likely have to schedule a um, special town meeting. Uh, it's called a special town meeting and it's an election at a special town meeting. And so we have from Monday, 14 days under our charter. This board has 14 days to call that election day, that election. Um, 14 days from yesterday would take us up to January 1st. So it seems to me uh, we need to meet next week sometime to call the election or set the date for that special town meeting uh, where people, if, if, if all proceeds as we expect it to, uh, where we'll have that... Um, we'll have the election, a vote at that special town meeting. So um, uh, it seems to me we need to add a meeting next week. So um, what do we think about, uh, it, it should be a short meeting. Uh, could it be Zoom? Could be Zoom, absolutely. We could have a Zoom meeting just to set the date. We'll, we'll, we'll hear from the town clerk. I expect we'll hear from the town clerk, town council. This is a procedure that as someone pointed out earlier, has, hasn't been done in 50 years, so I'm sure we'll hear from Town clerk, town council, town administrator, uh, about that. Uh, but uh, but that would be the only item on the agenda, and I wouldn't imagine it would take very long uh, to do that. So yeah, it certainly can be by Zoom, and I, let's 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 all agree that it will be by Zoom. <laughs> uh, so we could do it uh, if we want to keep to our our normal Tuesday night schedules. We could do it on the twenty sixth, I suppose, or we could do it later in the week if we want. I mean. Will you, you know, send out a few uh, potential? We can do that. Then? Yeah, we can do that if, if we want to. Poll everyone. Yeah, Mr. Milano will poll everyone. So yeah. we'll try to do it for some some day or night next week. And that, that was going to be my question: Are we looking at nights, or are we looking at possible daytime time? Uh, you know, either. I'm, either I think. Okay. I think it's just give us a few, a few options. Yeah, sure. yeah. You know, I can do, do that. that. Why don't we do that, Mr. Zoll? Do you have anything? Any input on the on on that? No, uh, Mr. Chair, thank you. I, I'm, I'm fine with uh, Nick sending around some dates, um, just keeping in mind, of course, that we'll have, the, we'll have to post the agenda, so we'll have to make sure that the dates that we're looking at, uh, we can still post for when, when we're, um, after we've closed the ballot, as it were. That's right. So we'll have to, today's mm -hmm. Tuesday, so we'll probably have to decide by Thursday, Thursday. by Thursday, so, so we should be able to get it. And it's, it's, I think it's particularly important, as you point out, Ms. Musto, to do that because uh, Mr. Wells isn't here, so we can yeah. get his input as well. So, okay, so that's what we'll do on, on that. And then the other two dates we have are the existing dates of January 9th and January 23rd. Mm -hmm. So, anything okay. else on those? Mr. Zoll, anything else on those? All right. We no, have, thank you, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Zoll. So, I think, so. Um, are, are, are both executive sessions of moment? Do we? Yes, do, please. Okay, so we'll 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 make a motion to uh, to have um, enter into two executive sessions, not to return to open session. I believe. 
Okay, not to return to open session. No, okay, not to. all right. So I will move to enter into exec to executive session to discuss litigation strat strategy with respect to litigation filed by the town of Milton versus the Federal Aviation Administration, number twenty two dash one fifty two, U.S. Court of Appeals, First Circuit. Based on my belief that discussion of this matter in open session may have a detrimental effect on the litigating position of the select board, the select board will not return to open session. This will be a roll call vote. Is there a second? Second. Motion has been made and seconded. Um, all those in favor, Mr. Zoll? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. Ms. Bradley? Yes. Mr. Zulich, yes. Uh, I mo also move to uh, enter into executive session uh, to discuss strategy with respect to collective bargaining, bargaining regarding Milton Firefighters Local 1116, based on my belief that discussion of this matter in open session may have a detrimental effect on the bargaining position of the select board. The select board will not return to open session. Do I have a second? Second. Motion's been made and seconded. All those in favor, Mr. Zoll? Yes. Uh, Ms. Musto? Yes. Ms. Bradley? Yes. Mr. Zulish, yes. Um, uh, so we we will be adjourning. Um, so we'll have a motion to adjourn. I'll make a motion to adjourn. Motion's I'll been second. made and second. All those in favor, Mr. Zoll? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. Ms. Bradley? Yes. Mr. Zulish, yes. Uh, thank you, everyone. Happy holidays. We will see you again by Zoom sometime next week, and we will see you next in, in person in 2024 on January 9th, 2024. Thank you all, and happy holidays. Happy holidays.